There is a silent terror in baseball, one which has never come to pass in the real world. It's the Press Box with Brady Fisher on ESPN Las Vegas. The terror is this. There's no guarantee that a baseball game will ever end. There's no clock. It's absolutely possible for a pitcher to be so ineffective that outs are never recorded and the game marches on, locked in a death spiral until the end of time. All right, I have a few things I want to yell about. The A's are trying to get more money out of Oakland. They're now using the threats of relocation as leverage, although that can actually end up happening. The Raiders actually did end up moving here. Uh, But for the time being, I don't think we should really view it as anything more than the threat of relocation. But I do still want to yell about a couple things. First off, the Oakland A's yesterday said that they have spent... $230 million already trying to build a new ballpark in Oakland over the last four years. Ed, do you believe that they are liars or the worst run business in the history of the world? I don't think they're liars. I just wish they would have spent it on players. (laughs) Then they might not, you know, (laughs) lose in the first round all the time. What if you're a player on that team and you hear that you're like, wait a minute. Why didn't you just buy Wait. more players and we could have like been really, really good? Was it Marcus Stroman or who am I? Who Simeon. Am I? Simeon. Here's the other thing on these numbers. I mean, I, look, I, I don't. Not in that world. If you tell me it's two hundred million, okay, I guess I'll believe you because I have no idea. Doesn't that seem like a lot to? I mean, I know you have to do plans and you have to get you know engineers and architects and all that, but two hundred plus million just to just to try to just to try to get to the point where you can say here's our plan. Right. That's the, insane. The, that's why I think they have to be lying. So Alex Coffey is the one that <laughs> tweeted it out, and she said that she asked for, like, a an breakdown. itemized list yes. of, okay, what did you spend $230 million on? And they they didn't give it to her. They just said we spent $230 million because, okay, for that to be true, that means they spent, again, $230 million, and they have nothing to show for it. They do, they have not broken – they do not have the start of a stadium. And, again – the potential co- what did you say globe life field in texas was yes. 1.1 so we're talking almost 25% of what it would cost to build a retractable roof stadium they're saying they've spent in the last 4 years and they have nothing to show for it so either they're lying and they haven't spent 230 million dollars and they're just saying this to try to get sympathy to try to say hey we're willing to spend money or they're the worst run business that's still alive. Because if you spent $230 million and you have nothing to show for it, that's horrific. Now, it went down because of the pandemic, but at this moment, the A's payroll is $66 million. Yeah, no, well, So $66 million comparative to 200 bucks. At least with 66, you got a team on the field. Yeah. Alex Coffey's tweet was over the last four years, the A's total payroll for four seasons, $287 yeah. million. So the the A's are saying that over the last four years they spent almost as much as on a ballpark four years that payroll. doesn't exist. Yes, as they have on their team, they're lying. Or they're saying that they spent all the all that money on players and going, look at all these players we got. We we're trying to get you a new <laughs> ballpark. Is that what they're considering a new ballpark? Is the players they're paying for Come right on, now? We're paying players, which brings me low. to the other thing I want to be mad about. If the A's move here. How do we guarantee that they will spend money 
on their players. That they're never going to oh, do I don't that. Think no, we gonna, have to guarantee uh, it. I don't think they'd ever do if that. If they're coming here and getting public money, it has to. there has to be a guarantee. Because here's the thing. The, oh, the last, do you want to take a guess at this? When's the last time the A's were top 20? Not top 10, top 20 in payroll in baseball. When they had Johnny Damon? Oh, no, I was going to say. Or, and, and Giambi? No, I was going further back. I was going to say Ricky Henderson. They were top McGuire? 20. They were top 20 in 2003. And two. Was that Johnny Damon? That was the years right after Damon. Oh. But 2007 oh. is the last time that the Oakland A's were top 20. Sooner than I thought. Again, yeah. not top 10, top 20. They've been bottom five for the last oh, uh, long at least decade. Uh, they don't spend money on players. Like, we are, listen, we already have Mark Davis in the Raiders, and Khalil Mack's not here. The rumors are oh, Mark Davis might not be able to pay him. Like, he's one of the poorer NFL owners in the league. We're going to get the A's, too, who are notorious for not spending money. Like, it's not like they ever have terrible teams. No, they're good. I they mean, do yeah, a good job with good the money they with, spend. Yeah. But, like, you're telling me the A's moved to Vegas. They draft a guy. He's a superstar for five years with the team. He's a free agent, and they're just going to let the guy walk because they're not not—they're afraid to spend more than $70 million in a year on their payroll? No, no. Shit. If you're getting public money here, we got to put something in there that says you have to spend money on your players. I want to be at those legislative meetings because, you know, I enjoyed the Raiders one so much sitting in that room for 10 <laughs> days listening to those people talk. But I do want to see them because at the legislative meetings for a legion, the big the big thing with the, uh, with the uh, legislators where everyone's up and said, okay, but UNLV has to be involved here. Like, that was their main concern. Tell me that UNLV is going to be involved, and then, of course, all the green lights went and they passed the money. But I want this, not UNLV. It's just to be, if we're doing this, we want a $100 million payroll. Yes. Like, they, they if, need to if we're going to pay the public money. You have to be top 10 yes. in payroll it, or something. Yeah, I was going to say, it can't be a, you can't put an actual number on it because they will be one penny yes. over <laughs> that. Yes. You need to be like, you top need 10, to, top 15. At the, at the end of the, each year, you need to be top seven. Yeah. In payroll. Yeah. But we we should absolutely should put that in. If the A's come here, if we give them public money, if Henderson says, here's half a million dollars to build a billion-dollar ballpark, which maybe it's more than a billion because lumber costs a lot, according to Jared. But if they tell us that, if they come here and get that much money, they have got to put something in there that says you're going to spend more than $17 on your team. Uh- you had me at public money because I can't believe we're going to get more public money. Well, that's for Why wouldn't yeah. we sign them up? That's Henderson. <laughs> what are you doing? They've been saving all their money. There's no deficit the, yeah, over there. Yeah, they're not running at a deficit. <laughs> Has there been good to go. a bigger, like, do I want to see inferiority complex from a town that we've seen it's in amazing. Henderson? I mean, wanting it's... every sport, like, we're going to beat out Summerlin. Yeah, like, what? That's amazing. Think about a poor Oakland over here. It's just like, apparently it's just like, fine, leave. Yeah, to their basketball team, their football yeah. team, and now their baseball team. And meanwhile, Henderson's they might have like, no we'll problem with you. it. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, Oakland wants nothing to do with giving a penny towards any of this. And no. by the way, they might be the smartest of they all. Probably they are. might be the smartest they city probably of all. Are. Read what you were read the website you said. I've read it often. The Economist in there. If you see as they point out how horrible the investments are. Yeah. For public money towards these structures. Now, again, fans don't care about that. They, they don't even think about that. I get that. They're fans. They just build the same. But if you actually read those economists on those stories, you'd be like, this is the dumbest thing people right. ever do is give money for these things. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you zoom out as far as like even just giving businesses money in general is not good. Oh, it's a bad, your, bad Yeah, decision. it's a bad investment. Yeah. 
Like, look what's going on with Foxconn. Like, we gave them $10 billion, and they haven't produced anything. Well, and the best thing of all those stories are the made-up numbers of economic impact. Oh, I love yeah. those. It's Whether best. it's indirect or direct costs, it's like, this will mean this many jobs. I never really see that proven. <laughs> like, is that just a number? You're talking about the, you know, the A's coming up with a number for this. Who's sitting around, like, the, the, the bar saying, Let, let's put this number out? The Kansas City, Missouri. So in Kansas City is literally divided. There's the Missouri side yes. and the Kansas side. There are businesses that at the end of like whatever deal they have with the other state, they basically go to the other state and go. If we move our headquarters across the border, we don't have to pay taxes. Right. And every freaking time it works, and no. I'm like, yeah, they can. No one's paying for the roads. They can explain away anything they want if they want money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know. Last thing I'm mad about, uh, we as a city slash county, we screwed up big time because we gave $750 million in public money to go towards a football stadium, and the LVCVA gave $80 million in public money to the aviators for Las Vegas Vegas Ballpark. So that is $830 million in public money. Uh, Throw in Henderson into this as well, who has given $40 million. For the AHL arena, plus they gave a six million dollar discount to the Raiders to build their land. That we are near, near a billion dollars in public money that we have given out in the last three or four years, and we do not have a structure that could host a major league baseball team. That for us to have a major league baseball team come here, we'd have to build a completely new structure. No like, wonder we're the flavor of the month. We keep giving people money. <laughs> I can't believe we can't stop. We can't, I can't stop writing we, checks. We did get the Marlins in the mid two thousands. Like, That's a huge upset now you think back on it. Well, city Deborah Marsh wasn't the mayor of Henderson <laughs> ready to hand out half a billion for the Marlins. So that's probably why. What was Deborah Marsh doing in the mid-2000s? How, how depressed oh, or gosh, must she, make it? We're going to find out she was in charge of budgets. How, how angry must this make Carolyn Goodman that she just can't give away enough to get a team? <laughs> Like, cause talk about the city of Las Vegas wanting to step forward here and get any kind of professional All team. All she cares about is getting a team. That's <laughs> I know. it. And like, she's the only one who can't do it. Everyone else is just writing checks to people. All she cares about is like her the Goodman legacy leaving a pro, a pro sports, sports team, team in downtown Las Vegas, and she, she can't get. All she's got Man, is the Their worst nightmare would be Clarman saying, "Well, baseball's coming. I might want that instead." Like, because he seems to be the only one who's who's let's, even interested in this weird. Let's go to bringing an MLS job. Like, let's go uh, to how, Henderson. How uh, interested is he? We've had we how many continuing resolutions? Yes, there's been a lot of resolutions. There's been a lot of resolutions from Clarman. So, <laughs> but yes, Carol- Clarman Clarman could be like on an island somewhere <laughs> trying to ride out the pandemic, yeah. and he's just like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. Yeah. But Carolyn Goodman is going to watch the NFL come, the NHL come. Major maybe League Major League Baseball come, maybe and not the get NBA any come, and none of it none is going to be in downtown Las yeah. Vegas. And at some point, Major League Soccer will come, and somehow we'll have to build them a new stadium, <laughs> and it won't be in downtown Las Vegas either. It'll be somewhere else. It'll be in Henderson. There's a lot of land by the Raiders' practice facility. Put <laughs> okay. it out there. That's hilarious. She said that because I got a tweet from someone this morning. We were talking, going back and forth. That's the first thing person says, a lot of land in Henderson. <laughs> like, it's that's almost become a cliche. Like, the guy texts me, goes, you yeah, know, there's a lot of land in Henderson. I'm like... Is that the only reason all lot. these people like spending money and like writing checks to people? Like every time you hear about Henderson, all I hear is a lot of land in Henderson. <laughs> There's a lot of land out by the speedway. Like what, yes, what the hell exactly. does that mean? There's a lot of mean? land. If if you want to build a ballpark, you'll Dan find Dan the Dan. land. I mean, you'll find the land somewhere. <laughs> I love that Henderson line. There's a lot of land.
A lot of land, Dad. That's where <laughs> that's where the Aces practice facility is going too. Yes, because there's a lot of land. That's going out there, there too. We should move the speedway to Henderson because there's a lot of land. Why are we driving so far north when we can just stick it in Henderson? Oh my God, that that would be so helpful. So that whenever the uh, Daisy Carnival comes in, I don't have to sit in traffic to go see my parents. <laughs> I live in Henderson. That'd be a nightmare. I'd never get oh, home. Oh, it's it's the worst because they get out of the car and they start week. walking yeah. down the highway, and you're like. Well, that doesn't, that seems like a bad idea. Uh, you just, just sleep here during EDC, yeah. Jared, instead of going home and stuff. That's way better. Oh, All that's right. half the reason I moved to this side of town. Oh, that's right. You did move over here. You're saved. All right. You can walk to work. Uh, all right. Coming up next, Sam and Ash join the show. Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Here are they are. Follow them on Twitter at Sam and Ash Law. Best in the business, 702-820-1234. Personal injury, town, injury attorneys in town. How are you guys? Great. How are, How are you? you? Well, Great, guys. Well, we have waited for this because we love bizarre, insane, crazy stories better than anyone, and this takes the cake. Uh, so there's some nut job who uh, is in. Well, I don't, he's under. Uh, you know, he's back in custody now in Houston. Who apparently uh, was indicted for murder. Was it? Was it in Florida? This yes, guy was. Yes. Uh, somehow he crossed state lines somehow to get to Houston. And the good thing is he brought a tiger and we believe a chimp. So. There's so much to this that this guy... Okay, let's start with the obvious. It, it, when you're charged with murder, what goes into, yes, you can now go to Houston? I mean, is there any chance this guy didn't commit a, a, a or break the law just by leaving the state? So wait, Florida man's on the loose? Yes. <laughs> yes, what a shock. He's not Forget wearing a mask tiger. either. Um, it all depends. You know, it looks like this guy was out on bond, and so there's always ter there's terms and conditions, and they vary each time. So yeah, he could have been violating those terms just by being in a different state. Is it possible Probably, there yes. was something specific it says he couldn't have a tiger <laughs> while out on bond? <laughs> if it's illegal, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, you can't A, a common <laughs> condition of bond is like no further criminal activity. You know, you 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 agree to uh to be a good a good boy when you when they let you out. So I I think yeah, I mean, definitely would be shocked if they don't revoke his bond over this. So they, I don't think they found the tiger yet. Yeah, no. So he's they've got him. They don't have the tiger. <laughs> they don't know where the tiger is. Is this a situation <laughs> where in a murder, if you don't have the body, you can't convict? And in this situation, if they can't find the tiger, he cannot be fined for having this animal in city limits. Well, he doesn't have the animal, right? No, That's no. actually you're you've, you, you're on to something. That's actually a great passing defense. the bar next week. <laughs> Tiger, right. tiger, what tiger? Yes. I gotta know though. Where do you guys all stand on Carol Baskin? She's chiming in on this whole situation. So oh boy, do you think she did it? <laughs> we think we the, think the guy's her husband who supposedly got eaten by the tiger. Yeah. <laughs> she broke one of her tigers out. <laughs> okay, so you think she did it? Uh, of course she did it. Oh, yeah, you saw the documentary. <laughs> of course she did it. Of course it was Carol Baskin. Okay, uh, here's here's a question for you. This tiger's apparently on the loose in Houston. <laughs> If I was in Houston and got mauled by this guy's tiger, what in the hell am I supposed to do? Like, who am I suing to make money off of? The owner of the tiger. Absolutely. Um, well, first, you're going to call Sam because he'll take your case uh, and, and 
and, and help you chase down. He's a dog guy. He's not a big cat guy. So, okay. um, yeah, if you get injured by, you know, if you get injured by any animal, real, really what you need to do is um, make sure you get the medical care you need. And then whoever's the owner of that animal or even the caretaker of the animal, they're responsible for making sure it doesn't cause harm or injury to person or property. So they're on the hook. And there's something called strict liability, which is just meaning there's a lower standard, lower burden of proof. Uh, for for liability uh, when you have a dangerous animal, and this is uh, this is a dangerous animal. So okay, you guys are always telling us though, you sue the people that have the money. If this guy doesn't have any money, who am I suing to actually he, get money? He has a well, tiger. Well, wait a minute. He's gonna get his bail refunded, right? He's no, I mean he's gonna go go back in the clink and uh, and get his bond back. So there's some amount of cash there. Oh. Wait, you get a refund if you wait if you if you get out on bond and you like get rearrested, you get that money back. Well, you get it back. Uh, you get a portion of it back if you've, uh, if you, um, if if yeah, if the if you go go back in jail and you, you they have you in custody. Yeah, the whole point behind bond a bond is to make sure that the person is is apprehended, and so they get they get the money back less any costs and fees associated with the apprehension. I don't know. If I'm the bondsman, I said I'll take I'll take the guy back, but I'm not going near that damn tiger. Like I have to bring the tiger too, because if I have to bring the tiger, I'm not. It's not worth me to go get the guy. The tiger might be worth more. Also, I want to know, like, are they if they find another tiger on the loose, are they going to match up its stripes to make sure it's the same tiger? Like, how are we going to figure out which tiger lineup? I mean, let's be honest. It's Texas. There could be a lot of tigers out there. No, it's true. There's apparently more tigers in Texas than the world. I want to see that episode of Dog versus Tiger. <laughs> yes. Wait well, a wait a minute, Sam. Back up a second. There's more tiger. There's more Texas uh, tigers in Texas than the rest of the world. Yeah. Google it. It's really it's there. Yeah, What's happening the- in Texas? Well, I don't know. I mean- Californians. Good question. <laughs> a lot of idiots with money. Okay. Uh, now we know when you know you 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 put Rocky on the stand there and like wrapped him in an ace bandage, which was absolutely. Uh, Laughable. I didn't do anything to that dog. Are there laws on pets in Vegas, though? Like, you know, if we oh, walk out I, of the studio oh. and there's a chimp or a tiger, like, can I say something? I mean, are there any laws on pets in Vegas? You know, actually, the state of Nevada is pretty relaxed on exotic animals. It, you just have to. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't it be? Um, but like city to city, it all depends. You might have to have a permit. And um, I actually think the one city where you're not allowed to have a big cat is North las vegas so they're anti-tigers that's the the safe part of town um yeah Yeah, the tigers don't cross into north las vegas the tigers are too scared the the tigers are they see all the the electric daisy carnival people and they're like yeah i don't want to i don't want to tigers are too scared bad trip it's we we don't need state regulations on these animals because we have hoas like if you ever read your hoa you're barely allowed to have a dog So, like, you definitely can't have a tiger if you're living somewhere. Okay. I Do you guys have any idea, like, what what goes into different states or cities determining which exotic animals are legal and not legal? Because, like, this guy in Houston, he also had a chimpanzee, but that was apparently perfectly fine. There was nothing wrong with that. How did the chimp not get eaten by the tiger? Yes. I, I hope he kept them, uh, kept them in separate yeah. areas of the house. I mean, I will, I, I will say, based on my limited understanding and reading part of Jane Goodall's book, chimps are like, they'll, they'll, they're like basically the third smartest creature on the earth. And so 
them versus uh, well, the cat, they might win. There's no doubt the, the chimp was smarter than the owner. This guy crossed the state lines being up for murder. <laughs> Aren't there chip with we, the chip busted him out? Yeah. Yes. I, uh, I read somewhere yesterday, though, and maybe it's also in Vegas. You can help me here with these exotic animals that I don't know if it's a weight limitation, but there's also permits. I mean, does that sound normal where if you are going to have an exotic animal, you would at, at some point have to tell somebody and get permission? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even with non-exotic animals, dogs and uh, cats, you know, you have to get them licensed depending on the city where the animal resides. So you always, if you're, if you have an animal living with you, make sure you check your, lo one, check your HOA, like Tyler said, and then check your city, your city ordinances to see if you have to get a permit. Do you guys remember the Ikea monkey? Remember the little monkey, the little cappuccino monkey that escaped uh, up in Canada, I think it was, and ended up in an Ikea with an overcoat? It had a... He was in it for the meatballs. He had a little <laughs> shirling. He had like a little... Yeah, he had a little like leather leather coat. And he went for lunch? Yeah, he went he, for the meatballs. What? <laughs> okay, no, I do not remember this story. Where did he escape And they ended up confiscating from? him, and it was a big deal. They, it was like illegal to keep the pet, and... And the, the government took him from this lady, and she was very heartbroken. So, okay, a, a lady had a, a pet monkey that just escaped and went to Ikea? Correct. He was found roaming <laughs> in Ikea. And was wearing a suit jacket? <laughs> he was wearing a coat. Like yeah, a I'm going to put this up. I'm going to put this up on. I'm oh, you got to put it up there. Yeah, okay. I'm putting it up on Twitter. Hold yeah. on. This, this is, yeah, th this is real. This is not fake news. Because my important follow-up here is why did he go to Ikea? Had the lady taken the monkey to Ikea before? And he was like, I like that yeah, How would place. he know they had meatballs at Ikea? <laughs> yeah. He watches the commercials. He was probably sitting at home on the couch, saw some commercials, and he's like, if I ever bust out of this joint, that's where I'm going. Uh, listen, I'm not going to lie. If I was in Ikea and saw a monkey, I would just assume he was supposed to be there. <laughs> Like, it's a confusing I, place. I'd be uh, like, yeah, the monkey's supposed to be here. Give him a coat. He's cold. <laughs> like, that's what I would assume was happening. Uh, I have to He's ask you this. the igloo section. Because I was very upset when I went on. I usually do my weather every day, weirdly, on the phone, now that you guys have all taught me how to do the iPhone better. Uh, it was three weeks ago when it was, like, 95 degrees. I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's April. Um, but I'll ask you about this story from Las Vegas. And Las Vegas is the fastest warming city in the country. In 2017, 147 people died. That's not good from heat in Las Vegas. Can the city ever be held liable uh, for this, for not providing, like, enough cooling stations or resources to the residents? Is there any kind of is there any kind of hook in the city for a town like we're in, the fastest-growing uh, heat monger in, in, in the entire country, where anywhere the city could be <laughs> held liable because people actually perish due to the heat? Yeah, so these uh, the, these stories are kind of interesting, and um, generally, you know, suing a city or a government entity comes with um, some immunity, so it's a little tricky. But we're looking, we're seeing this down in uh, Texas. Remember the big, uh, the deep freeze they yes. experienced yes. earlier this year, um, and now there's lawsuits flying around trying to sue, hold the energy companies um, that were involved liable for failing to heed all the warnings and update the grid and be responsible. And as a result, there was all of this property damage, life injuries, you know, um, illnesses and even loss of life. And so we'll see from there. But generally, it's really tough to sue um, a, a city or government entity for something like this. But, it, you know, the, the heat is something that you have to take seriously. And so before it gets way too hot, you really have to make sure that all of your air conditioning is working so it's not um, 100 degrees out and then you're figuring it out.
how much does this come down to like if it's a city and it's weather like expected weather versus unexpected weather because obviously here we expect it to be 115 degrees but in texas nobody expects there to be a freeze that knocks the power out. like how much does that factor into actually being able to get something if you have a weather related problem Right. Well, you're also, it does, it plays into it. It's kind of like assumption of risk. You've assumed some heat, but no, really the, the thing that you're looking at here is the, were the energy, was the energy consumption, anything above the charts or something that the, the company or that the city was aware to expect and anticipate and prepare for. And then they didn't, that's what you're going to look for. Sam, did you find the story about the guy, the chimp in the uh, suit jacket? Because we're all waiting. He's working real hard. I'm, I'm watching. I, okay, him. listen to this. I just tweeted it out at okay. Sam at What's okay. Right Sam okay. on Twitter, and I, I tagged you in it. At, oh, I saw I, it. I, his okay. name was Darwin. Jeez. His name was Ooh, Darwin. That's a good name. And do you, what do you see? If, do you do you see the He's coat? He's wearing. Oh, he is wearing oh, a coat. Picture. It's a monkey-sized coat. It's a Sherlin coat. Oh, He's got a goodness. legit coat on. I'm just more offended that you didn't add Tyler and Jared to this I'm, tweet. I'm, I mean, look, I was. That's he's okay. Still, that, but he's struggling. cute. Listen, listen. Okay. Listen, Ash. Jared and I can work the internet pretty well. We'll find it. Ed needs the pointing in the right <laughs> yes, direction. Exactly. So. The whole reason I, his screen listen. time is so high is because it takes him so long to find stuff. <laughs> Ash, I need ma I need maps to get home. I mean, it, it, this is not good. I will say this though. I will say this with a HOAs. I'll never have a tiger because last month I got the picture of having the garbage cans out too long. So if I'm getting bounced for that, what the hell would they do to me if I like had a tiger walking around that place? What a disaster that would be. Actually, you should check you it. Should just it probably doesn't say anything about tigers. You can probably have one. Your trash cans, the tiger's okay, but get that damn trash can in on a Wednesday. There's a certain breed of dog where people make them, they cut them to look like lions. And there's been cases where people panic. Because they think that there's a lion loose in the neighborhood uh, when, when it's obviously you know not the right size. It's just a poodle. Listen, there's nowhere else in the radio can get this on a Wednesday. Follow him on Twitter at Sam and Ash Law seven zero two eight two zero one two three four. Best personal injury attorneys in town. Get to them because you deserve what's right. This was as usual very fun. Thank you guys. Oh, thank you. Take care. Thanks guys. Seven zero two eight two zero one two three four. Oh my goodness. What? Uh, uh, yeah, this story tiger. about the monkey. In Ikea? Yeah. I don't know who this quote's attributed to, but monkeys shouldn't be wearing nappies. Monkeys shouldn't be on a leash, and they shouldn't be wearing coats. Somebody was very concerned that this monkey had a coat on. Is that a mink coat? What kind of coat it is It looks like a nice coat. Nicer coat than I own. Quote. Yeah. Well, that's a, Look at this. Monkey was living well. They took him away? I'm, I'm assuming he had a great life. Oh, whoever yeah, whoever yeah. had him, it might have been you know, illegal, but they were taking good care of this. Yeah, monkey okay, Darwin. that that was that that was the kind of thing that I first thought. It was like, oh, they took him away. Well, probably because you shouldn't have a monkey. And then it's like, well, they do did get him a custom made coat, right? Okay, well, they love that monkey a lot. Yeah, right? Ikea, I'm with you though. Akia, you know, with the putting the furniture together and stuff like that. If I saw the monkey, I might think he should be there. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't no. like if I walked into Subway and he was there, I'd be like, what's he doing in here? But I mean, you're, you're somewhere like that. Like, but, but Ikea, you're like, eh, all right. Yeah, you're just walking around going, where are the Vergdorfs? Uh, there's a monkey. <laughs> Best uh, is he knew about the meatballs. <laughs> Mom, I want to go have a sandwich. Give me some meatballs. Yes. <laughs> Imagine you're serving food and a monkey comes up trying to get meatballs. Uh, I'd be mean, great. Would you stop him? No, no, I'd, I'd, I'd give it no. to him. I'd be taking pictures yeah. and like high fiving him. I wouldn't even charge him. I'd be like, <laughs> on the house, exactly. I got this one for you, yes. dude. If here's you're giving your, free food to anyone, it's the monkey yeah, in the coat. Here's your meatballs, dude. Go you're, enjoy it. Uh, you, so you'd be, you'd be more mad like if your girlfriend took 
fries off your plate than you would if a monkey oh, showed yeah. up and just I give the monkey bite. anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Monkey Absolutely. can have my food. Absolutely. Girlfriend's got a. She's got a wallet. She can go buy her own food. But the monkey in the coat. Oh, that guy's getting free food. All right. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you how Jack Eichel will fit on the Golden Knights next season. Call Sam at Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Bischoff's Briefs. Son, I didn't understand a word you just said. Bischoff's Briefs. Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment. Ah, I disagree. Bischoff's Briefs. Okay, well, that was just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong. Bischoff's Briefs. So one of our listeners had a request. Trevor on Twitter uh, wanted to know, uh, speculate, I should say, how Vegas can get Jack Eichel. So if you've been paying attention, Jack Eichel is not exactly thrilled with how the Sabres have handled him, specifically his injured neck. He hinted at, he didn't explicitly say it, but he alluded to the fact that the Sabres might have prevented him from getting surgery on his injured neck when he wanted to get it. Uh, It certainly has sounded like Jack Eichel has played his last game with the Buffalo Sabres. At least it sounds he would prefer to have played his last game with the Buffalo Sabres, but he has five years left on his contract at $10 million a year. One of the highest paid players in the league. So obviously there'd have to be some maneuvering for Jack Eichel to end up off of the Sabres. He's only 24 years old. Uh, Granted, only played in 21 games this season, had two goals, 16 assists, but the previous two seasons played in 160 games or 145 games had 160 points. Very good. That is the, the highest sort of points per game. If he was on the golden Knights, that'd be the highest points per game of any player. He's very, very good. He's only 24 and he plays the highest premium position of forward of any of your skaters. Uh, he's excellent and would give the Golden Knights, you know, he'd be the best center on their team, a team that doesn't have a true number one center. Chandler Stevenson is moonlighting as that, but they don't have a true number one center. So to get Jack Eichel, there's two problems for the Golden Knights. Number one, you have to trade for him. He's not a free agent. You can't sign him. You have to trade for him. He might have, you know, forced his hand there, and the Sabres might not have a ton of leverage, but he's still going to be expensive. So here's the trade proposal I'm putting out there that could – potentially land you Jack Eichel. We're trading away Alex Tuck. We're trading away Peyton Krebs and we're trading away a first round pick. All three of those things to Buffalo for Jack Eichel. So you're losing one of your better young wingers. You're losing your best prospect Peyton Krebs at this point, And you're giving up a future first round pick. But again, you're getting back a 24 year old center who would be the best center on your team. And outside of Mark stone, probably the best player on your team. The second problem though, for the Golden Knights is that he makes $10 million and the Golden Knights don't exactly have a bunch of salary cap space. Uh, They just played with 15 skaters because of the salary cap. So making $10 million fit is going to be difficult. So they only need to play with five skaters for a couple of games. (laughs) Exactly. So here is the lineup I have constructed after that trade for Jack Eichel that the Golden Knights could have next season. Your top line would be Max Pacioretty, Eichel, and Mark Stone. 
Your second line would stay the same. We're not changing that at all. Jonathan Marshall, William Carlson, and Riley Smith. Your third line. I think it's against a lot to change that line. It is. Your third line. Chandler Stevenson is sliding down to the third line. Nick Waugh still exists, has been a pretty solid player since the Golden Knights have used him. And we're counting on Cody Glass to be a third Ooh, line left the winger. Glasser. Counting on Cody Glass to be a third line That's left winger. That's the first winger. one you threw in there. That uh, all right. And your fourth line, you're going to re-sign Tomas Nosek for, uh, he, I think he's making 1.25 this year. We'll give him a, a raise to 1.5 next year. You're re-signing Tomas Nosek. Keegan Colasar is back. Will Carrier is back. Those are your four forward lines. So what that means is we had to let Matias Janmark walk. He was, say, what happened to Matty? You had to, you had to <laughs> let him walk. He's a free agent. Let right. him go and had to get rid of Ryan Reeves. He's got one year left on his deal at $1.75 million. Keegan Colasar gives us the same production for $7,000. So we're making that trade to save a million bucks. 700. What did I say? Seven thousand. Well, been that's very a great bad. deal if you yeah. get that. Yeah, if been, you get seven thousand, you can afford. I yes, I've been very bad with my numbers today. Seven hundred thousand dollars, saving a million Kinda bucks. What there. we pay you for? Yeah, but you do have to trade Ryan Reeves. You got to find a trade partner. Maybe you got to give up, you know, a third round pick to get rid of him. It shouldn't be that hard to trade him, even if nobody really wants him. Somebody will take a salary dump for a pick at one point seven five million dollars. Now the defense pairings: Petrangelo and McNabb. Going to stick together. Theodore is now going to be paired with Zach Whitecloud. And our third pairing is going to be Young, Nick Haig, and Dylan Coglin. So you moved on from Martinez. We've let Alec Martinez walk. Who he also UFA be, right now? He's a free agent at oh. the end of the year. So we've yeah. let him walk. Two things were relying on Zach Whitecloud to be a solid top four option. He's been good ever since he's played for the Golden Knights. Playing with Theodore, he I think he'll be just fine if you give him big minutes there. And then Haig and Coglin is your third pair Probably not great, but I think you'll survive because the top four is pretty good. That does require a need to trade Nick Holden, who's currently on the taxi squad. That might be a little difficult. He's $1.7 million cap hit, and they 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 waived him, and nobody claimed him off waivers. So how desirable is he? But kind of like Reeves, I think you might be able to get rid of him if you include a pick. $1.7 million isn't a lot. It's a cap dump, a cap dump and you're good to go. That brings us to the goalies. And guess what? With the roster I've constructed, you can keep both Leonard and Flurry. Yeah, but that wouldn't make this show as good. It wouldn't. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? The best thing is, ah, you got to start Flurry. Right. I don't know, but it's Leonard's turn in the rotation. <laughs> Our entire show prep for Golden Knights can just be goalie question mark for the next like two weeks, like until one of them is awful, just goalie question mark. But you could keep both of them, and you'd be at eighty-one point two million dollars. Cap this year is 81.5 million. If that stays, it might go up, but if that stays the same next year, that is a legal team. You haven't had to get rid of Flurry, and you have Jack Eichel on the roster. Can we keep Krebs and give them glass instead? Well, I don't think they want glass. Neither do I. I think the Golden Knights missed the boat on trading yeah. glass for something good. They might be able to trade glass, but I don't think he's an enticing prospect. Maybe. Listen, if we're negotiating with the Sabres, we're starting with Cody Glass. <laughs> yes. But if they ask for Peyton Krebs instead, I'm yeah, okay with doing it. They held that. on to the Glasser not to get Eric Carlson. Yeah. So and that, that was that was the opportunity to trade Glass yeah. for a big time player. Now I don't think you're getting that. So there's only two things that stand out to me. So what you're saying is they're only Connor McDavid away from winning the cup. So you just had him too. But more importantly on Jack Eichel, you'd really have to trust the medicals. That too. He's yeah, he's coming I off mean, an injury he's, and he's he's complained about he the way that surgery, injury was handled. Right. So <laughs> Uh, you're absolutely right. Like there, there is a risk taking him because Jack Eichel, like 
And that's the thing. It's neck. Like, if it was knee, like, ah, that'll heal. But neck, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I've seen Peyton Manning come back from a neck injury, and all he had was partial numbness in his throwing hand. Couldn't move his head side to side without moving his shoulders, but he came back. Jack Eichel on skates. So... Just like bouncing back. He's yeah. like, the, like the bubble hockey guy. Yes, that you the use. bubble yeah, hockey guy. Yeah, you can only move, yeah, move his yeah. whole body. So that's your team with both goalies still here and everything. Now, as I've been saying since the entire offseason and this in- entire full season, you don't need both of these goalies. Your team's going to be better off if you get rid of one of Leonard or Flurry. Obviously, because Flurry would only have one year left, you'd rather get rid of him and keep Leonard around. But... To me, it doesn't matter a whole lot which one you get rid of. And if you do get rid of one, then you can keep Matias Janmark or Alec Martinez, one of those two. Maybe both if it was Flurry and one of them took a fairly cheaper deal. But well, you could keep one of those around. And now if those you're not are your lines, I'm keeping Martinez. Well, you could keep if you keep Janmark and you don't have to rely on Cody Glass to be any good. Oh, that's right. You put the glass. Yeah. The then your third line is Janmark, Stevenson, yeah, and Nick Waugh. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> And then, Cody, you don't even have to have Cody Glass in the lineup. So if you move a goalie, then you can add a Jan Mark, add a Martinez. If you don't, you got White Cloud paying, playing as your second-pair defenseman, and you're counting on Cody Glass to be left winger. If Jack Eichel's healthy, obviously you're fine with the trade. Absolutely. I mean, there's no question about that. If He's, that's he's the better key. Like, and plays a more important position yeah. than Alex Tuck. You're giving up a first-round pick, whatever. And Peyton Krebs is the only one of that that really hurts because maybe he's a really good center yeah. in the future. But... Eichel is 24. It's not like you're trading for a guy that's 34. You're going to get at least five seasons of Eichel being awesome and maybe more than that, which Krebs might not even ever get to that level. Top three line in the NHL. Oh, Eichel, Pacioretty, and Stone? That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, McKinnon's line is always going to be better, and McDavid's is probably always going to be better. And maybe what Boston does with Marchand over there. But it could be third third best line. Yeah, and Tampa's got some good players, too. But, yes, you are absolutely talking about, like, that is one of the best lines in hockey that doesn't have a mech on their team in McKinnon or McDavid. Right. Like, absolutely one of the best lines in hockey. Because Eichel's phenomenal. And, like, that line's one of the ten best in hockey. And Chandler Stevenson's the center. Right, right. Like, they're carrying right. Chandler Stevenson right. along. Who he fits? Uh, that's a little harsh to him because he's fit in very well there. But they're carrying Chandler Stevenson. You put a guy who's well, actually a better point producer than Stone and Pacioretty? Uh, yeah, one of the best lines. Well, and sport. as good as the top line would be, I mean, how much better would the third line be with Chandler Stevenson coming down? Right, it would be, I mean, it would be, help, be helpful. Really, really now, good. Losing Tuck obviously hurts the third line a lot. Right. If, you're, if you're going Jan, Mark, Stevenson, and Waugh, none of those guys really score. So it might be a matter of, oh, well, they can't score. But if you have Eichel up there at the top line, you're kind of going top heavy anyways. You doubting Wazzy? And his scoring ability? <laughs> yes, I feel confident doing that. Listen, and the fourth line's got Keegan Colasar there, and we know he's not well, scoring. He's, well, so. he's shooting a lot. He's, he's, he's just not shoot scoring. Lot. Lots of shots on goal. a lot of shots. Just not many goals right. coming from Keegan yeah. Colasar, which is fine. Will Carrier's there. Maybe he'll knock one in. Tomas Nosek. That's a fourth line. Nosek scored like 100 goals yes, in five games exactly. before he got hurt. So maybe Nosek will score for you. But that... There you go, Trevor. That is how you get Jack Eichel on this team. I didn't even sacrifice Flurry for it, even though they'd be better off if you did sacrifice Flurry for it. Keep Jan Marker Martinez, but there you go. Jack Eichel on the Golden Knights. It is absolutely possible. The Really, the biggest hurdle is, are you okay trading Tuck and Krebs, and can you find trade partners for Reeves and Holden? Because you do have to get rid of that salary. Right now, like... It, well, I'm sure they're listening, like GMGM, uh, uh, well, President GMGM and then uh, General Manager McCrimmon. It, they're probably saying this completely makes sense, but we can't do it because someone else talked about it. They were about to make this deal. I'm like, we can't make the deal. Well, now. 
Here's, they called on Eichel. I will tell you the reason why the go- you should absolutely consider the Golden Knights as a team to do this. It's because they always are. Every well, offseason, they something. they're always, yeah. if, well, if whoever I mean, the yeah. biggest name is, sure. you should throw the Golden yeah. Knights in there, even though. Which is good. Yeah. Right, even good though it doesn't, you look at them and they say they, they had to play with 15 skaters a night ago because they're up against the salary cap. Because How they the hell are they making $10 million fit? Yeah, they'll find a way. No yeah. big deal. Put it in there. So Jack, I, 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 Can you imagine that coming back to the, if the Pacific comes back in normal? And I mean, first of all, if you think the Honda West is bad, bad because you're moving be Seattle awful. in and they're going to be terrible. I'm Colorado's sorry. Colorado's out. Colorado's St. Louis out. is out. Minnesota's out. I mean, Seattle's if you thought in, this Vancouver's was bad this year, Edmonton's in. Edmonton and Calgary are in. Oh. And, <laughs> they get, and, they get Jack, and they get Jack Eichel. Oh. Oh, you get... You get all the teams in the Canadian division that did not make the playoffs, yes. plus the expansion Seattle. Plus you get Jack Eichel. You'll be favored. And you kick Colorado out. Like, <laughs> they could play with 12 skaters the whole year, and they'd win the division by 20 points. They'd clinch it by Christmas. Uh, sometimes uh, we give both uh, Linner and Flurry the night off, and we just, uh, <laughs> we just have Hag sit uh, cross-legged in front of the goal. He's tall. He'll be fine. All right. Coming up next. I don't really know what's coming up next. We'll find a way to get another $10 million player on the team. What do you got for a line, Ed? William Hill, go ahead and guess. Opening Monday Night Football, opening the season, Baltimore in Las Vegas, William Hill. <sighs> Ravens minus five and a half. Oh, my God. Good job. Five and a half. Oh, Good man. Job. I was going to go job. seven and a half. Yeah, I thought it'd be more than five and a half. It's a whole what game. What am I to know? They, they missed the playoffs for 17 of 18 years. I know. Why I, would I think it'd be six? I moved it three <laughs> points lower because it's a home game. So, but you got to factor in. On a neutral field, it'd be minus 10 and a half. You got to factor it in, Jared. They'll have fans for the first time. Mark Davis will finally be in Allegiant Stadium. Well, Baltimore's not going to cover because on third and 10, Lamar Jackson's coming to line and the DJs will be playing from the, <laughs> from the win club. And he's going to be like, what the hell is that? And he's going to look around and they'll only win by three. It's like, I didn't cover because the DJs started playing. I can't wait for uh Derek Carr post-game press conference. Be like, yeah, my tight end couldn't hear yes. the audible because the DJ <laughs> the DJ mistakenly started to play some music. Will the we DJs had to go to a silent count because the DJ yeah. will the win club be open for UNLV games? No. I mean, it, it might be open, but it'll be, it'll be you and me just sitting in there being like kind of a quiet night. I don't know. No. no. I don't know. I just... Wasn't gonna, the thing I'm that the UNLV no. had to get its own sponsors and its own stuff? Yeah, well, they can't have certain sponsors. So they can't have a club now. I guess they can't have a club unless I mean, they get their own. Yeah, they can't, they can't have like a Caesars club on the other side or something like that. How about that? Down on one end on Caesars, one end on Win. If the Raiders do it, it's fine. But yes, yes. Raiders can have like five hotels in there with yeah, those no, clubs. Yeah, the, uh, the Raiders had uh, 13 founding sponsors, and UNLV is not allowed to have any competitors of those founding sponsors. Wow. Now, I can't remember which one, but one of the casinos is a founding sponsor, but the Raiders are sponsored by every so, casino here. So This is just ridiculous. So if the Raiders play on Sunday... And they're sponsored by, and I don't, I don't know who sponsors the show, so I won't even say specific names. But they're, does anyone sponsor the show? But they're sponsored by a sandwich, by a sandwich place. So all the other forty sandwich places, which would give money to a school like Univy, who needs, which needs the Correct. money, they can't use them on a Saturday night right. against Eastern it's, Washington. It's it's thirteen, so it's not every sponsor the Raiders have, but they were allowed in their lease to have thirteen founding sponsors. 
And, and you can't do any competitiveness and within. So, right. Them. I can't remember who the founding sponsors were, but you're right. Like, if if McDonald's was one of those Jack founding sponsors. Jack in the Box couldn't be there on Saturday night. Exactly. Could not sponsor UNLV. Right. Now, McDonald's, Whatever. I don't think, was one of those founding sponsors. <laughs> no, but. But, yes. That, that's what happened. Now, how much is that going to be put into effect? Because, again, the Raiders, like, I want to say Caesars is one of their founding sponsors. They are. They but are. Win has, yeah, win has a nightclub. Has a nightclub so with two DJs. The Raiders have not exactly adhered to not having right. competitors with their own hey, founding sponsors. One of but... them's gaming. One of them's nightclubs. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is but true. But they also have MGM sponsoring something as well. Give me a minute. <laughs> what have they left for you and LV? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> not much. PTs. Uh, sunglasses for Arroyo. Yes, you need the Oakley. <laughs>